Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the 180th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. I appreciate your flexibility with us, Reza, because we're doing this early and late. Early in the week, late in the day. Yeah. Yeah. You're killing me, dude. Yeah. God, and yeah. I'm the one that's trying to get a, a bedtime going. Yeah. You're trying to be in bed. You're trying to be out or in bed by 1030? I'm trying to be in bed by 1030, lights out at 11. Gotcha. Like, latest. Yeah. Um, Gives you some, like, reading time, some time to just chat. To well, really just to be in bed. Like, not so much to really do anything, but just to actually be in bed. Oh, all right. Well, whatever. Yeah. Teaches them. So, what was what happened was what had happened was yesterday, I had a good chance of doing it actually, um, but I was waiting for Carolyn to get back from volleyball, and so when you and I like you and I finished playing Fortnite relatively early. Yeah, ten thirty. And I thought I, I mean, we, yeah, and I thought it started early, ended early. Yeah, and I felt like did a good job of like sort of ending it before we normally do does that make sense yeah like normally we sort of go on for a little bit longer but i feel like this time around we actually did a decent job of just saying you know what that's enough for tonight let's get out of here and so i basically then showered and was ready to go to bed but what i did was i closed out my dream accounts yep uh, and i opened up a goldman sachs marcus account a high yield savings account what is with that like this this is a this is interesting because um i saw i saw that the, i saw the dream account thing uh the other day i was telling you how i was trying to pay off my car right i had a year left on my car payment i just wanted to knock it out just right now save myself on the interest and lena was like oh you should open up a second dream account just to like keep track of your money um separately just to like know or whatever um mm -hmm. what you've what you've saved or dedicate to make sure that you keep yourself honest about putting away what you're putting towards your car payment and i went to open up a new dream account and there was no dream account option it was the savings but their interest was higher i was like wait what and and i what? looked it up on reddit i found a post from two months ago a guy saying dream account um, it's kind of being discontinued, but they're not telling everybody that the standard savings account, which has no limit on your, your deposits each month, has a higher interest rate. And then I saw someone talking about the Goldman Sachs market, Marcus account, right? Yeah. With the 1.8% APR, where my, where the, uh, the, the, uh, Barclays one is 1.75. Yeah. Like why, how, how is it possible that these, these, like, is it, is it just the competition? They were like, oh, they, they got to get ahead of dream. So they went and instituted their own their own uh, savings account, but with less regulations. And then Barclays was like, "Oh shoot, you know, let's uh probably yeah." I love competition. I think part of it for sure. Yeah, we we definitely benefit from that. A hundred percent. What's also interesting then is, I wonder if it's because all of these banks, what they can do is they basically use our money for their investments. You know. Right. Because they can promise us 1.8%, but they're making so much more that yeah. it doesn't even matter what they're offering us. Right. Um, so I basically opened up a Marcus account finally. I've been meaning to do it for a while, but similar to you, it's just I didn't even know so that you easy. knew about it. Oh, no? Yeah, no, I, I'd known about it for a while. Gotcha. And I just figured, you know what? Let me just finally do it. So last night, um, sort of after the shower... I just said, all right, let's just get it done real quick. So I basically moved everything out of the Dream Account back to my savings account. Uh, and then I'm going to move all that over in two to five, I guess, business days until it actually hits my account. Okay. Um, and then I will move it over. So that was, let's see, that's that. And I'm actually really happy with the interface of Marcus. I put $50 in to open it up. Mm -hmm. And it looks really clean. Did you get a chance to see it? No, I didn't because I because I I didn't know about Marcus until after I had opened up the Barclays savings. And I don't know if I care enough about the half percent or yeah, the half of the the point zero five percent, not not half a percent, half of a tenth of a percent. Um, I guess I should since, you know, free money in a sense. 
but I did not try creating an account there. Yeah. Um, I'm also only going to open up the one account. There's a maximum balance of a million dollars. If you were a part of the grandfather clause, you'd be three million. Oof. Um, but I mean, if that's something that we're dealing with, that's a good problem to have, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if, if you, I wonder if you had that much money, whether you would even want to have a million dollars in a savings account, you know? Probably. Who knows? Yeah. Who I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how rich people handle the money. Like, I guess I feel like people, uh, yeah, you, you gotta have, you gotta have a lot of it liquid, right? Yeah. I mean, it depends. It depends because if you have it in a lot of different stuff, then you never really get too hit. You don't really get hit too hard at once. Right. So that's always a good thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about money clearly, but, uh, yeah. But we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there. I'm I'm, I'm certainly, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to like five years from now where I'll just be like in a completely different class than where I am right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's really exciting. Yeah. What's it called? Um, so tonight, uh, Carolyn and I, we ran a 5k. It was a, party with a purpose 5k it's like donating money to like all these different charities it's not a new york roadrunners run uh race so i think you've seen the new york roadrunners like half marathon like it's, it's a pretty pretty serious endeavor that they got right like right. you know blocking off all these streets and all these volunteers everywhere and it's uh it's definitely like i think one of the better if not the best um, run running organizations in the country. This one was a little bit more in, uh, sort of lower key. It was funny because once we like it got to the point where they play the national anthem, and normally there's like a whole thing with like corrals where you're basically separated based on speed and time, and there was none of that. Everyone was just like, "All right, everybody, move over to this side now," and we all just sort of moved over, and then. They're like, they won't say they got done playing the national anthem. They're like, all right, three, two, one, you're off. And we're like, wait, what? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we started running. And because uh, fast people were with slow people and whatever, like the first mile was about sort of me trying to get some running room because we were literally running on top of each other. Yeah. And so did that. And then I was running with Carolyn for a little bit. I was like, I'm going to try and get you to below a 10 minute mile because she's been sort of hovering around that 10 minute mile on these races for a while now. And especially on a lot of these training runs, she'll just sort of hover there. I'm like, you know what? You, you can definitely be better than this. Like you can run faster than this, especially because we're taking all those mile high run, run club, mile high run club classes that she definitely has it in her to, to get there. And so I wanted to see like for a short three mile race, 3.2 mile race. Can she, can she do it? And so I was sort of keeping, like, you know, standing right in front of her, not standing, running next to her, telling her, like, which gaps to shoot so that we could get the space. And then at a certain point, once uh, it opened up for me as well, I sort of looked back at her. She goes, yeah, just go ahead. So I just, like, zoomed off. The first mile was 8.15 for me. Um, and then my total race was a 7.38 pace. Uh, so I basically just really, like, uh, booked it, you know. And she got, Carolyn, got, like, a 9.50. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's that's key. This was the race that got her into running. Like, this was the one race that she was, like, basically training for all year. Um, and what's funny is she's already run a 10K. Um, and I she basically ran a 10K at the same pace that she runs her normal races. So that's always a good thing, that she's able to be... Uh, you know, that consistent. Yeah. Um, and just wanted her to really let the, uh, let the engines go a little bit this time around. And she did. And it was great. It was a tough race overall, not only because of the traffic, uh, but with all the runners, but also because, um, of how humid it was. Like you saw the, like I asked you about the downpour earlier, right? Yeah. Uh, on Tuesday and it was really, really intense. And 
So what we ended up doing was just like still like sort of white knuckling it, but white knuckling something like this is not as easy. It's easier said than done. Um, it felt like we were swimming when we were running, and so that wasn't ideal at all. But uh, we, I mean, we made the best of it, and then uh, I was soaked. I didn't bring any water either. Uh, I just figured, eh, we'll make this work, and. Uh, I ran past one water station, and I basically took the water the kid had out and uh, just poured it on my on my like face, and kept running. It was it was overall it was pretty good though. It was pretty good. I, I'm excited about my time. It, this also marks the beginning of marathon training season. I'm about two weeks late. Uh, like training in earnest, you know, like getting the miles in every day, getting the right miles in every day. And so I was excited to sort of get that actually going today. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to do a spin class and run five miles, I think, afterward. Okay. Um, the reason, and I, I guess I sort of took a little bit of time off because of what had happened to my hand. And All right. Yeah, you got to update us. Got to update you guys. So I went to the, I went to a hand doctor hand sports whatever doctor and uh i told him the story he goes yeah it sounds like you uh might have dislocated it but you know what let's just put get an x-ray and we'll see what we're really dealing with and then he comes back he goes so i don't know what the other guy saw but you definitely don't need to wear this hand cast he goes you definitely have three fractures not disagreeing with that Excuse me. Not disagreeing with the fact that you have three fractures, but that you have three micro fractures. And I go, come again? He goes, you basically have three fractures. The two of them are less than a millimeter in length. And the longest one is almost probably two millimeters in length. He goes, most of the time I'm seeing fractures that are much more intense than this. So he goes, you're, you're, you're on like the lower sort of end of the scale of seriousness, which is a great thing. You know, to uh, to hear, yeah. Um, and so, you know, after having told me that, he's like, "You don't have to wear this cast anymore. You know, you can give this cast to me." Uh, and I go, "No, no, no! I paid seventy five dollars for this cast, <laughs> and by seventy five, I mean I got it from the the visit. You know, mm-hmm. so like in my mind, this costs seventy five dollars. You're not taking this from me. I pay seventy five dollars for this, um, and." So yeah, that's that's the update there. Basically, I have to buddy tape my fingers. So just tape my fourth and pinky together. Yeah. And he goes, you should be making a fist as often as you can, sort of pressing the f- pinky into the fist, holding it for 10 seconds, and then letting it go. And he goes, that is fine. Just don't try and hyperextend it by, you know, sort of like pushing it back, because uh, that's what injured you in the first place. And he goes, let's see each other in two weeks just to figure out if you have any progress. So that's that's the update there. Hopefully in two weeks' time, in two episodes' time, uh, I'll have a, a better story to tell you. Or at least a better update to tell you. Okay. Well, that's still good news right there, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else? What else can I tell you? That's it. That's the episode. That's the episode. Good night, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Um, well, I can tell you, uh, I'm, well, you already know, but I'll tell the listeners, I am building a new PC. Like officially? Yeah, officially, officially. So with, um, so recently I just been getting really frustrated with my computer because it seems like this is also a summer problem and just kind of in general with, uh, you know, the heat, the heat of, uh, of outside the world in general. And then my computer it's just like the the room where my computer is in just cannot be cool enough like it can't it can't cool down quickly enough even even if with like the, the air conditioning on the rest of the house is so cool but this one room will just be like a heater um so i was hoping that by building a new computer that isn't um basically running at max you know that's that can handle just like the and like this is not even like with me like gaming or anything this is just like normal day-to-day chrome which chrome is just a ridiculous uh memory power like just 
sink just destroys your yeah, RAM. Sure. But anyway, regardless, um, just like normal day to day stuff, it just seems like my computer's just my my processor's kicking into high. All the fans are turning on. So um, I decided, you know what? Let me uh, let me finally update my uh, my my computer. I've wanted to do this for a few years now. I've been talking about it with you for a few years. Just like, oh yeah, you know, when I graduate, I'll finally do it. I guess I'm close enough. Maybe I feel like I'm finally ready. So with uh with Prime Day though, that was kind of really the catalyst for this. With Prime Day, people were speculating that that components weren't really going to be on sale because I don't think they had done they had done components very much in the past. But with uh with Newegg and many other sites um trying to compete and and host their, hosting their own sales on Prime Day, I think Amazon and other companies were trying to discount a lot of a lot of components, and so I was able to get one of the higher end. Um, uh, Nvidia graphics cards for like $150 off. I think it was actually $140 off. The thing, one of the things I was trying to do, which kind of sucked because I didn't have uh, a qualifying American Express card. If you had, if you had a certain American Express credit card, you can get 20% off of the final purchase price too. So people were getting this card that's normally for, that's normally runs for like, I think 300 and some dollars. People were getting it for under 200. I got it for a little over two hundred. Wow. Um, I also Not got. Bad. Yeah, I also got a processor, uh, one of the one of the new AMD Ryzen processors for uh, like two for two twenty five, which normally runs for three hundred. I was basically I basically picked a few components. Like I I could you could have got like pretty much top of the line everything, and and you know made out like a thief, but I just kind of figured i didn't really need all of that you know um interesting i would have figured if you were able to make it out like a thief now's the best time to do it yeah i mean it's it, it's it's funny it's almost like trying to, it's almost like when you're buying a car or at least when i was when i had to buy a car um you you you're looking at like different features and you're like oh you know you're already dropping a ton of money so what's an extra like hundred dollars here you know it's like oh, i might as well get this feature because i'm already dropping a crazy amount of money and i got i'm going to be using this for x number of years i might as well but before you know it, you end up p- picking a bunch of features that raise your bill by you know like fifteen hundred two thousand dollars in a car and a computer by a few hundred dollars and i guess i just kind of realized you know it's it's not the end of the world if i don't go for any of these if, if i don't take top of the line and if i do decide that i need top of the line at some point um i can always upgrade individual components so like the graphics card i can i could either sell the one that i've got you know in a few years and just replace it with something new if that's what's what i feel like is is um kind of a bottleneck in my in my uh in my desktop i could also swap out uh the processor the motherboard that I have that I got supports up to 64 gigs of RAM. I think it's 64. Um, I got 16 gigs. So there's like, I'm going to have two empty slots and I believe it, the, the, the motherboard supports 16 gig single sticks of RAM. So overall, the, the ability to upgrade certain components over time without upgrading the entire thing is, is very doable and i guess i just figured mm-hmm. you know um i'll just i'll save some money also save on some of the the power the power requirements so like taking the processor that i got i think runs at 65 watts if i were to upgrade and take the next higher processor of the amd versions would have would have been like 100 watts which i don't actually know like the real world implications in terms of like temperature and and such but i just figured the 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 performance increase is something like three percent from what I saw online, and I don't know. I guess I just figured I don't need it, and if I do decide I need it at some point, I won't even really notice it for another few years at the very least, and I'll I'll just upgrade that particular part if I just if I if that's what I need. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, I still need a case and a power supply. Uh, I don't necessarily need a PSU, a power supply unit. I don't think. Um. But I need to double check what's in my computer right now because I could if it's if it's good, I can just take that particular part out and put it in the new in the in the new case. But otherwise, I have everything that I need for the new build. Whenever they get delivered, of course. All right. Well, I guess I'm just gonna 
keep all your receipts, buddy. Yeah. Because yeah, I need to get the same thing you have. <laughs> well, so far, it's like when you. So I got a new laptop um, a couple of years ago and spent a little under a thousand dollars on it. And it wasn't like anything near top of the line. Um, this, this computer that I put together is pretty, is pretty damn good. And it's like, I also don't need memory, like a hard disk or anything like that. Cause I do have those. So I'm able to save some money on that. But I think total, I'm going to get away with like spending $900 total on the thing. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So 494k, huh? No, 4K. I don't even have a... That was another thing. Um, I don't have a monitor that is... Like, 60 hertz is all I have on my monitors. And they're they're all maxed out at 1080p. So, even if, like, when it comes to gaming, I'm not even going to be able to do max settings in terms of resolution and, and FPS. So my 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 components just aren't like that was that was one of the bigger reasons i don't plan on upgrading my monitors and anytime soon i'm not really trying to spend 250 dollars on a on, on that when i have two perfectly good monitors here so um yeah my my graphics card and and, and uh that it just wouldn't need to it, i don't i don't need it to put out all that all that extra power to considering it's only going to be at 60 frames per second anyway I wonder if that's the reason why we're not winning as often. <laughs> I don't think so. Does does Fortnite run at 4K on the uh, the one X, the, the the what is it the One X Scorpio? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know if it does. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the specs on that. I certainly don't think that's the reason why we're not winning. Um, I mean, hey, last night was one of the rare moments where. I actually was able to get the win for us because normally, when one of us goes down, and it's me, you have a. I I believe in your ability to to get the win or at least get out of a fight alive more readily than me. And it was funny because we were also playing squads. Was it Phil or no Phil? You did Phil. I don't know. I I never do Phil in anything, which I always find funny when you're when you're leader when you when we uh, do squads or fifties. You always fill. We did yeah. fill, and our teammate died immediately. Like he landed, he landed on the same building as me. I knew that he was got, getting into a bad situation, so I went up to try to help him out. And um, as soon as I got there, so the the guy had had griefed him. And so like by the time you got there, that man did not exist anymore. He he literally disappeared right in front of my eyes. Okay. Uh, well, so you know. Yeah, but I got us. I got us a W. Yeah, so you, I'm very you, excited about that. I, honestly, I didn't think it was going to work out for you because, because wow, thank you, buddy. <laughs> you went when when I when I was done, I l- I look at your point of view and I just see you standing there and you looked really confused, like you didn't know what you needed to do, and you just you you were slow playing it for quite some time, and when like the the people that killed me, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the guy who got me was by himself. I think all of his teammates died. I think they died in, in a in a big fight, but I was unaware of that at the time. Like he he was doing some I don't know what whatever was going on. I was sitting there trying to track him. Then he ended up uh, dipping and went behind you, but there was still stuff going on in front of you. I thought he was going to come from behind you. I didn't think he was going to be so passive and just kind of like roam around the way he did. The 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 real like. Lucy was just collateral da- damage. She was a, she was a sacrifice. As she soon, was, yeah. As soon as as soon as he showed up and started chasing her, he he did not because he was not aware of you right there. So you literally just jumped up behind him and just popped him yeah. a couple times in the back, and he was dead. He was done. Yeah, I had a purple uh, SMG, so that dude was not going to survive her too long. the The fact that you didn't revive her was hilarious. <laughs> well, here's the thing. But she did walk into a trap two times. <laughs> she walked into the same trap twice. And not only that, but it was a, when you told me it was 1v1, I didn't honestly know if spending the time to revive her was the better play. Frankly, I thought, well, 1v1, I don't want him to get the chest. I don't want him to get whatever he might be able to. 
to the point that he then has the upper hand on us. And so that's why you saw me at first stand back and really just pepper him with a lot of shots just to keep him, you know, honest uh, and to make sure that he was focusing on what I needed him to focus on. And then when we got to the point where we're re- when I'm realizing that, oh, shoot, like I don't really have too many, too much ammo left. Maybe I should push forward. And so that's why I did what I did. Yeah. Could you tell my ammo count or is that still not no, something you can see? No, you can't tell. So I, I'm just at the mercy of uh, literally just your character and the moves that you're making. I can't see your, I can't see your mats count. I can't see your ammo count. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, we got a win. We also played a few other games and I don't know how you're feeling about the season so far. I like the season a lot. I really like the changes. I just don't think I've had enough time to really sit down and enjoy the the new changes. Like, I haven't really watched people play it online. I know nope. certainly you and I haven't played. Nope. Um, <laughs> nope to like, both. yeah, like I know my, I got a challenge tonight, survive in solos 150. So, you know, I'm going to do that real quick without even playing. I actually haven't booted the game yet today. So I haven't picked up my challenges, but I need yeah. to. Like, I feel like I'm just picking up challenges just to get it done. I would love if you and I sort of had a time to, uh, you know, just find all the new points of interest and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have done, I have been able to solo jump a few of them and, and check them out. Um, in fact, I told you that I got a solo win the other day on the PC. That was me landing at, at Lucky Lynx. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, that one was super surprising. I haven't been able to check out any like the beach areas though, like that. The most that I mm-hmm. saw was when you and I, uh, well, you, uh, Lucy and I were there last night, just kind of like roaming around really quickly. That's the most that I've been that I've been over there like alive. I think you and I tried jumping there the first day of the season, and we both died within like <laughs> within like fifteen seconds of landing. And I think wait, that no, was no, the- no, I got, I got six kills. Oh, all right. You're right. You're right. My bad. You're right. I didn't die um, immediately. I definitely got no, six kills. I forgot about that game. I was thinking about a different one, though, I think. Um, so, yes, it was longer than 15 seconds. You're right. But I I never even had a chance that game. I, I never had a chance to get set up. Regardless, yeah, there, we, haven't, we haven't really had too much time. I like the season so far, um, or at least I like the changes that I have seen. I like the carts being able to – I think you can outrun the storm – in that cart in the first two circles, which is nice. I hope so. It's I think they've added a lot of things to get out of the yeah the storm with the rifts and all the that stuff. Rocks, the rifts, the rifts are really cool. Um, yeah, maybe a little too maybe a little too much, but I don't know. Overall, overall, it's a it's a it's a fun game. I was telling Yaron the other day, and I'm sure I've told you, but the thing the issue with this game is that I know that I know for a fact that I've, I'm like I'm way better than I was in. I think season three when you and I got the most wins, right? But yes, everybody else has gotten so much better than I have gotten. And so when, and, and at that time, I don't know what percent, what percentile I would really put myself in, but when we were able to win probably like one in every like five games that we played then, now it's like we'll win one in every like 15, maybe 20. It's just it's, a, it's a lot harder because and not because only of, that. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say the randomness too of it. Like it's not always the best person wins every fight because there's always randomness. It's not. It's not always you're going up against one person. Sometimes you're going up against two or three different people or teams, and sometimes you can be a bit unlucky. I mean, if you're smart about it, you can survive. I, I have no doubt about that. But it's just something that I'm not very capable. Of doing because it seems like it's very difficult to end fights quickly in this game nowadays and so you're constantly in these longer fights which results in the opportunity of other people to come in and screw you over afterward yeah and you said it was like one win every 10 to 15 games but we're playing maybe two games a day at this rate <laughs> yeah right so like there's no warm-up you gotta hope to got your shots on point like from the get-go you and i are not like you and i can maybe fit in two games a day if we're lucky right and then not only that but like you said like the people who are playing 
must be able to devote so much more time to it than we do. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's not for lack of desire. I think you and I would both love to have like an OG session, you know? Like one of those old days where you and I both the wake sticks up. sticks and stones, 50, 50 wins. <laughs> yeah, you know? Just not, maybe not even like that crazy, but just uh, something that like allows you to really lean lean into it for a little bit. You know, you play after, you eat breakfast, you play, you yeah. take a break for lunch, come yeah, back yeah. and play, take a break for dinner, and maybe play at night. You know, like those, one of those nights would be really nice. One of those days rather would be really nice. But, you know, you, you take them when you can and you really appreciate it when you do. Yeah. But I think you and I are, are beyond really playing Fortnite just for the sole purpose of playing Fortnite. Yep. I think, I think you and I have found this game to be somewhat of a, a decent stopgap between yes. like a lot of the other multiplayer games that we normally play, like a Battlefield or a Call of Duty. Um, interested to see what Call of Duty is going to do. Uh, I think both Call of Duty and Battlefield might be buys for me, like purchases for me, just because I want to see what those uh, Battle Royale uh, sort of... Yeah, things are gonna be like, and I think those. I think if you and I can carry over our skill from the standard game into that, I'm very excited to see what we can what we can actually do. Yeah, um, yeah. What you were saying too. Yeah, uh, re- regarding Fortnite is yeah the, the the breaks between action and and you can play in a way where there's very little action for most of the beginning and the middle of the game. And it only comes in later on. So like you and I, we can actually have real conversations and not break in that conversation for quite some time. Whereas in a game like Call of Duty or Battlefield, it's like, oh, something's constantly happening. There's always, there's always, uh, there's always a fight that, that, that needs to be taken. You, you don't really, yeah. unless you're taking it, unless you're not like, I don't, I don't like, I don't, I, you, you already know that I hate the phrase try hard. Like, that's one of my least favorite. Like, of course I'm trying. Like, of course I'm trying to win. You know? Yeah, of course. Of, of course I'm trying to win, or at least of course I'm trying to do well. That's, that's, that's why I'm here. But, um, I'd also know that there are people who will be hopping in playing and will be able to have a conversation the same way that we're having a conversation right now and be yeah. more focused on the conversation than they are in the game and have the game just be secondary. I find that a little bit more difficult because for me when I'm gaming it's just to me that's 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 usually primary. Um but in a game like Fortnite when you're just kind of running around farming materials and looting stuff, not engaging in a fight, it doesn't require very much brain power. So right. it allows me to have that conversation and really be focused and paying attention to it. That actually reminds me this Call of Duty talk. Carolyn told me that she goes, when I was at the business school for undergrad, she played a lot of Madden, and she played a lot Wait, of really? Call of Duty Zombies. Oh, wow. And she goes, I was pretty good at Zombies. And I go, I'm too scared to play Zombies, so yeah, you maybe are. you have a new running partner for Zombies. Dude, uh, I don't need a running partner, but Jube needs a running partner, man. Like, he, the amount of Zombies that he plays, when he would, when he come, came to visit uh, me and Lena at our place... He would just tell me how he like fantasized about or how he would like not fantasize, but he's like, yo, I like I'm looking forward to playing this so much. Um, but he was always doing the Black Ops uh three zombies and never really tried the Call of Duty World War Two zombies. We tried like once or twice, but that was it. Um I yeah, I, I either need him to get an Xbox so we could try it, uh like online. Or else he's got to come visit me, which I feel like is not going to happen anytime soon with his residency. Um, he was telling me about his hours that he has to work. And what are his hours? So he's like, he works 80 hours a week. I don't know if you heard about this in the past, but I think in like the early 2000s, maybe it was a bit later, they made some change to the residency programs that basically uh, they, they instituted a bunch of regulations for medical residents because the hours were just ridiculous that they were having these students work but like a lot of old school doctors were like oh they you know that 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 we that was good for us you know that trained us to work well under pressure i understand the merits of some of that but at the same time if you're a patient in a, in a hospital and there's a doctor seeing you who hasn't slept in 50 hours i'm a little i'm gonna be a little hesitant about his uh judgment calls because uh i know how i am when i don't get it when i don't get a good night's rest and so when you have some of these medical students 
or you have some of these residents working like, you know, two or three 24 hour shifts in a row with, with very little time to sleep. It's a little tough. So he's basically saying he works six days a week, does 80 hours and he can't work. I think more than two 24 hour shifts in a row. Um, I can't remember how many hours, how many days he said he's on call, but the, the, the interesting thing is what he was telling me about the days off. Like, so say your work week starts Sunday, right? And runs yep. to Saturday. You're guaranteed one day off during that work week. However, you're not guaranteed that that day off is the same day week to week. Right. So one week, one week, you might have a day off on Saturday, right? That's the last day. That's the last day. Or no, sorry, let's, let's say your day off is Sunday, which is the first day of a week, right? Then you have to work Monday to Saturday. Now your new week starts. Like I said, there's no guarantee that your, your work, your day off is the same day. So your next day off might be the following Saturday. And so you work, uh, Monday through Saturday and then, uh, then you work Sunday through Friday before you finally get another day off. So I think you can work up to 12 days in a row without getting a day off. Jesus Christ. And, and when you're 12 working days like, in a row. Yeah, when you're working like 12 to 14 or however many hour days, and it's like really, it's iffy. It's a, it's a bit weird because I don't think it's like a standard. I don't think it's a solid 12 hours. Like I said, you can work 24 hours shifts, um, or at least I think you can work. Like, I don't, I don't know how it works. Like, how many of those hours you're really on the clock and how many you're not? Like, do you have to be in the hospital? Do they basically just have a bed for you to sleep in? Like, I don't know. It's tough. So, so anyway, all that to say. I don't think I'm going to have a zombies running partner anytime soon. And I might as well just sell COD World War II because I'm probably never playing that zombies again. All right. Fine. Unless, fine. Un- unless, fine. Unless. unless fine. Unless, <laughs> Sorry. Unless you and Carolyn are trying to get some split screen action playing. We'll, 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 we'll do a, I'll try to, I'll try to rope Lena in and we'll, we'll, we'll have a four group. We'll have a four person group. You know what would be cool? If you could do four person overcooked. Yeah. Like that wasn't I, couch co-op. Yeah, I did three person overcooked couch co-op, of course. And Lena was the manager. She was trying to boss us all around and tell us what to do, which did is really work? funny. It did for a certain for a bit, but the later levels get a little bit more complicated, and it's harder to it's harder to um, like designate a particular person to a particular job, you know. Like on a, the earlier level, earlier levels, you can be like, okay, you stay on the left side, you stay on the right side. You're responsible for the tomatoes. You're responsible for the lettuce, and that's it. Um, and then the and then the person who's managing just tells you what's up to up for orders, and you know directs you. You know you need more of this or more of that. But on the later levels, it becomes a bit more of a of a um, just dash around. Can't really listen to everybody else. All you have time to do is look up to the top to see what the order is and make moves. Um, especially those ice levels. Screw those ice levels, man. Those ice levels were tough, especially when you had to cross a river yes, and the different, the uh, worst. like islands would come a certain way. Like, yeah. Uh, not, not happy with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mentioned this earlier, but I'm really excited about it. I've I've paid my car off. Wait, what do you mean you paid your car off? So I had I got my I got my Accord four years ago, almost like to the day, like four, four years ago, like a week or two ago. Um, I talked about I talked about doing this some time ago. I think Elena may have may have first mentioned it to me. Um, and I was think initially thinking of just like making larger payments on my car, just to pay it off sooner because I had a five year loan on it. Um. But I recently just like I, I was looking into it, the the interest that I was paying on the car, the interest that I was getting from my dream account, which is actually what sparked the 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 finding out that there's a 1.75 percent just standard savings account with Barclays at that point. Um, just being like, you know, what? I'm losing money keeping keeping I'm losing money keeping this car loan, and I have a bunch of money sitting in savings that I'm not using and I don't plan to use anytime soon because Lane and I had just decided to renew our lease, so. I decided to um, to just pay the next year of the car loan off up front and and uh, end the loan. So I, it's actually not completely done yet. I, I set it on a schedule, but it's happening on Friday. So I'm excited about that. Nice. So how much uh, – can you remind me again how much uh, money you get per month? 
Um, or for every for, like how much you were allocating for car payments, and now you won't need to. About three hundred sixty dollars a month. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad at all. Yeah. So I'm basically just taking that and putting it into the new savings account. Uh, real quick, if you were to ever sell this car now that you don't have a lien on it, right? Because yeah. you have paid it all off, does that affect the resale value? Like, if you were to sell it to me, right? Yeah. And let's just say you, I'm trying to buy your car tomorrow, and it hasn't gone into effect yet. Let's just say hypothetically that you didn't pay anything of it off. Um, do I just so then the I get your title, I get your keys, I also get the lien that was on your car gets transferred over to me now, right? I don't actually know exactly how that would work because unlike a house where you can use, I guess, the profit of the sale to pay off the mortgage or, I guess, go through the bank and have them get whatever profits is theirs um, with the car. I'm not quite sure how it goes, how that would go, how that would work. I don't think it would affect the resale value of it. But I'm also not sure if it's something that I would be able to just do kind of willy-nilly like that without talking to the bank first. Sure. Just to confirm that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really not sure. Okay. I haven't thought about that before. All right. Well, I'm, I'm not uh, buying your car. <laughs> I have to imagine it's possible, though. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I also wanted to ask you, because we're coming to the end of Prime Day in an hour and seven minutes. It's actually a little bit more than that, I think, because it's West Coast time, so it's it's still okay. a few hours away. Okay, four hours and seven minutes. Yeah. 23 and me. are you going to get it? I don't think so. Why not? <laughs> this is easily 20 minutes of content. Because, <laughs> just, just disclosing all this personal information about yeah. yourself. Um, I think the, 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 the reason for me is just because I, I just dropped a, a bunch of money. <laughs> I just dropped okay. way, way too much money in the last few days. Okay. All right, fine. Are you going to do it though? I, I think I want to. Um, is a hundred bucks too much for this kind of stuff? It's hard to say that. So, you know, obviously it's a bit, it's a bit in my field, but I, uh, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not super familiar with everything that they do. It's like, a I'm saliva sure. test. That's all it is. Yeah. 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 But the, like, I guess the, the sequencing and the, the markers that they're looking at, like, for, so what I, from what I understand, it's the saliva test. I don't know if they look at RNA. So like what's actually expressed. I think they just look at your DNA and they look for genetic markers and they don't, they don't like, I don't think they sequence your entire genome or at least I don't think that they, um, yeah, I don't think they sequence your entire genome. I think they just look at, I think they look at like the transcriptome and which is like, uh, like a select number of genes. So without the, what people used to call junk, maybe not so much junk in the DNA, but the things that are actually creating RNAs, which create proteins. And then I think they, they compare against a number of, uh, like a, a select few genes, few being a relative word, genes. And then they look for markers to see whether or not you have mutations at certain spots. And they can tell you whether you're at risk for certain diseases. Shit, but should I just can, send myself to you? They can, <laughs> I can't do that. Cause, because, they, because it's, while I could, while I could probably, while I could probably, uh, do a decent amount. I don't have access to that, um, to like their reference. I don't have access to their, um, so like their, their lineage, their lineage, uh, traits. So to determine, you know, what percent of this ethnicity you are and that ethnicity you are, they basically, they basically, um, I think they basically create kind of a, they identify a number of gene markers or, or genes that are present in a certain population, but not present in other populations. And with that, they're able to just take a bunch of, a bunch of genes and say that you have this percent of genes that are, that are present in this particular population. They, uh, they do, they, they can, they can do that, but I don't know what genes they're looking at. I don't know what, um, um, like I don't know what their what what the traits are that would indicate a particular disease. 
So it would be a little tough for me to All do. Right. Fine. <laughs> Fine. I I probably like if I worked there, yeah, I'm I'm all in. I got it. I'm just saying it's one of the prime deals. Yeah. It's ninety nine bucks. Yeah, it's fifty percent off. They say it's three hundred dollars, but uh according to Camel, it was two hundred dollars recently. So. Yeah. It says price is two ninety nine with deal yeah. ninety nine. You save one ninety nine, so we're sixty seven percent off. Yeah. Reza, yeah. it ends in three hours and fifty seven minutes. I think we should do this. I'm not doing it. Before you buy, visit twenty three andme dot com slash test dash info. Why? Yeah. So that's. I think that I. Where does it say that exactly? Ah. Uh, I think that I think what they're doing because th- there was there was there were articles last year talking about how Twenty Three and Me sells your information, and or maybe that's not what's covering. They just said talk about genetic health risks and carrier status. So maybe it's just like disclosing whether or not you really need you you really want to know some of this information. Oh yeah, like like see, part of my fear is like I've been told my entire life that I'm a hundred percent Chinese, right? Right. What if I got like a little bit of a little bit of something else in my blood, you know what I mean? Yeah. You think that's that that you think? All right. You, so what? What are you? What are you? You're you're half Ghanaian. Yep. And you're half Iranian, Iranian. Yep. So you've gone through life knowing that most of your genetic or most of your sort of lineage is those two together, right? Yeah. But do you know what is in your family? Uh, no. Are you interested in finding out? I am. Yeah, I'm, gonna get two I'm not. These. I'm not turned off by the by the idea of it. Don't get don't get two of them. Uh, <laughs> I'm not turned off by the by the idea of knowing about it. There isn't, but I, that that's. I don't think I am. You know, maybe maybe I would be if I had the if I had the information. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. There's a there's an episode of This American Life that aired a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago now. Um, I'm going to try to see if I can find the episode, if I can recognize it from, from the name. Ah, yes. I I think it's this episode called, I think it might be the episode called Go Ask Your Father, which aired, which was episode 289. So it aired a long time ago. It was a rerun. I think that was the episode. And they were talking, I think to, I don't remember if it was a, if it was a guy or if it was a girl at this point, but the person had basically was raised by this family, right? Mm-hmm. And the uh, basically the person found out that the family, the his, the parent, the parents who he thought were his parents or she thought were her parents, their entire life turned out to not really be. And it was, in fact, I think the uncle who was really the father of that person. Oh God! Yeah, but the only reason that came up was because the uncle had said something about it um when the uh, when the the person who they thought was their father was like on their deathbed i think and it just bothered them for some time they eventually did like a dna test with like a cousin and they found that the dna was that was much more similar to them being i think a sibling rather than a cousin or whatever it was that that like something like that would be really freaky right yeah but in That's a, a bit more extreme like that, than this. Right? It's totally a little bit more extreme, but is that something that you'd want to know? That's a good, yeah, I mean, it, that's, that's the question. It's, it's hard to know. I mean, in those, in those situations, especially when it's something that you've been questioning for so, when, when it's something that the way it was brought to this person, they had been questioning it for years. Like it was, it was something that somebody had said and it, it, it stuck out to them for years. And, for years they're like mulling on this like thinking about oh all those times where you know mom and dad would say i'm too much like our uncle i'm too loud i'm not reserved enough like could it possible could it be possible that he's my dad that's that's the type of thing that this person is going through and i don't feel like i have those moments in my life where i'd be like oh man like I'm very different than like that much different than my parents or siblings or anything like that. So I think that's why it's less of a big deal for me. Like, I don't, I'm not really afraid if I don't, I don't think there's much of a chance that something like that would happen. Yeah. I think the scariest thing is really just like seeing that you might be a genetic carrier. 
for a particular disease. And well, that's when you start know to, that, though? It, it depends. Like, because then you might start living your life trying to do whatever you can to prevent that from happening. And if in the end you can't prevent it, did you, did you lead as good of a life as you possibly could because you were trying to do something to prevent that from happening? But you know, it's like, it's like trying to, it's like trying to prevent a prophecy or like, 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 uh, in Game of Thrones, right. Cersei, but Cersei by trying to prevent her, 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 spoiler alert, her children from being killed or from dying. She is the reason why they died. Here's the At thing least. though. Here's the thing though. If you yeah. and Elena have kids, and twenty three and me tell you you might be something something. Wouldn't you want to know that so that you could go to the doctor and be like, "Yo, test me." Like, wouldn't you want to know that beforehand? Maybe. <laughs> right. God forbid you're a carrier for something, or you might be a carrier for something. You don't want to know that, like. You don't want to get like a, a lead on that, so you could be like, "All right, you know what? Let me go to the doc, see what they have to say about this." Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That's it. I've talked long enough about this. You you made the decision. I just made the decision right here. You made your executive decision. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm definitely getting out of this. And a fire TV stick. But are you? Oh, you know what though. Dude, this Fire TV stick is with Alexa voice remote. Yes. But I don't have an Alexa. That I did, but will I have inadvertently added this thing think, into my home? Uh, doesn't that mean that you can just tell it what to watch? Like, I think that it just means that Alexa is on the stick itself and you can talk to it and be like, Alexa, play this. Play Game of Thrones or launch Netflix and we'll respond instantly. Yes. Play, play music, find movie show ties, order a pizza. I no think if you had like an echo or a dot or something right. like that, I think that by talking to that there, you might be able to tell her to play something in, a, in another room. I think that might work, though. Okay. But yeah, I don't think it's a problem. Wait, is this, this is a fire TV stick, though? Real, real talk. Is a fire TV stick necessary if I want to just like oh i can access websites and reddit with browsers like silk and firefox i mean one of the big things that people do with the fire stick is you can crack it and you can uh, i can't remember what they call it there's a specific term that they use for fire sticks but you can crack it and you can up you can um install apps that like uh one two three movies basically uh-huh. like directly onto that so you can just use your fire stick and stream movies right off of it i'm not saying that that's something you would do or you should do but um i know that that's one thing that people definitely do with the fire stick i i use like i have i have two chromecasts i got lena a fire stick a few years ago um that she left with her mom one of the things with the Fire Stick is a bit it's a bit slow, or at least that particular Man. Fire Stick, like the interface interfacing through it is a bit slow. Now my issue with the Chromecast though is that sometimes it just loses connection to the the phone that you're casting from. Like I'll be casting something to my TV from Netflix and I'll try to like pause it after, you know, maybe I was watching for the last like it was like an hour show, right? And I go to pause it. And it doesn't pause. And then it's like it's still playing. My phone thinks it's connected, but it's not paired to the Chromecast anymore. Um, so when I tend to use my my main media device is the Xbox. That's what Lana uses too yeah. in our living room. I thought about getting a Fire Stick. I still think that there is utility in those, in the in like the streaming devices, particularly when you're traveling, especially if you're staying in Airbnbs. If you're staying in hotels, it's a bit more difficult because a lot of times they have you like sign in to the Wi-Fi network through like a website which you can't access on like a Chromecast or Fire. I don't think you could do it on a Fire Stick either. Okay. But if you're staying at an Airbnb though that has internet and you know you want to you want to lounge around for a little bit or you, you at least just want to throw something on the TV, you can do that cuz it's so portable. So that like it's so wanna, cheap that it's hard to I just want to mirror stuff off my laptop to the TV. Can I do that? Ah. Uh, I don't know if you can do that with the Fire Stick. I th- That's a Chrome I feel like you, Stick, right? Yeah, you can do it with the Chromecast. Chromecast. I feel like you probably could with the Fire Stick too, but I don't know for sure. 
If I can't do that, dude, then I'm, just, then I'm not going to get it. Alright, I'm, I'm Googling it right now. Google it for me. I mean, there there's uh, there's certainly hits. Let's see this XDA post. It says directly access millions of websites using with browsers like Silk and Firefox. So why would I why would I do that? It looks like Firefox is an app and Silk browser is an app. Yeah. YouTube.com is an app. Prime Video is an app. I'm not gonna get it, so, dude. I don't need I another thing to play Netflix or HBO. Everything <laughs> in my house can play this. All right, there you go. There you go. It's just like it's so cheap that it makes it seem like you know why not, right? Yeah, but what is it? Twenty dollars right now? Twenty dollars right now. But I'm not gonna get it if it doesn't do what I needed to do. I literally thought about buying it, and I already have two ca- two two uh, casting devices plus the Xbox. All right, I'm gonna save for later. Yeah, understandable. But if I don't get the tweet, oh, here's the thing: it's not a deal <laughs> if you weren't gonna buy it in the first place. You know what I mean? Uh sort of. Yes, sort of. <laughs> I'm not saving a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks if I'm still spending a hundred bucks I wasn't gonna spend. The way I think about it is like a is like a supply demand curve, or really just the demand curve, like. It it's not piking my interest. Like it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't get me interested at its regular price. But when I walk in, I see there's a sale for something, and it's like super cheap, like way cheaper than what would have been my breaking point. I'm like, yep, I'm getting it. Yeah, but my my interest is not peaked enough for it. Fair enough. Like what 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 would it take? Free? Just giving them out? You might not even take it if they're giving out. I know you. You don't take you don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Part, Sometimes you I, just don't Carolyn take the, you don't take free stuff. Carolyn you don't like you don't like the clutter. Fifty dollars. Fifty. Would you do it for fifty? Wait, wait. What would I do? What for fifty? Would you do twenty three and me for fifty? Oh, oh, oh. Probably. So why? So why is a hundred too much? I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. Carolyn, stop bringing up these good questions. You know, I literally it's just late. said I was going to totally do this, and now I'm like backtracking. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to do it. Wow. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, wait, where, where, where did that? Ah, here we go. All right. So I have this extension on Chrome called Camel. If you don't have it, you should definitely download it. I love Camel. Um, Camel is a Chrome extension for the people who don't know that basically, uh, will show you the price history of, of products on, on, um, on Amazon. I think it works on other sites too, but I haven't really seen many of those other sites that will work with. Um, but so you can, a lot of times with, with, uh, like Prime Day or even like deals of the day on Amazon, I'll check Camel to see whether it's really a good deal because like we mentioned earlier, they'll say a price, they'll cross it out and they'll show you this price. So like with the 23andMe, it says price $299 with deal $99. If you go to 23andMe's website, it literally says the thing is $200. And if you go to Camel, it shows that they were offering it just the other day for $179.70, but its regular price is 200 but in the past, within just a month, it was $138 or so, maybe $140. It's hard to tell with the, with the graph. So, and it, and it's, it's been at that price or maybe a bit lower several times within the last three months. Okay. So I will say that if you don't get it, it's, you won't completely miss your chance at getting it at such a deal, at such a price, but it also hasn't been at this low of a price since last year's prime day it hasn't been it hasn't been this this cheap so if you're not going to get it for a hundred dollars i'm not sure that you'll buy it for the 130 the next time it goes on sale yeah i won't i won't we'll see where i am in um you know what i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna buy it (laughs) i'm gonna buy it all right i'm not looking back i'm adding it back move to cart okay all right cool let's get out of here i will i will hopefully the next time we do this have a 23 and meeting that i can do on the thing with you guys all right you're gonna have to hear me spit though so that's gonna be awkward <laughs> sounds good maybe not maybe next time you hear this i'll be talking to you from my new pc i'm Ooh. not sure right, depends cool. on if i'm feeling like like setting it up i also don't have two of my components that i need particularly a case so we'll see mm, well that sucks yeah we'll see 
Alright guys, well I'm Brother. This is way longer than I expected, by the way. Yep, I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week.